Welcome to Here's What I Learned, the show made for the curious. Every day offers you the chance to learn something new in life and in business. And on this show, we'll ask the questions and explore the answers to running an online business as a coach or online service provider. I'm Jackie Hayes, a launch planning consultant that helps business owners like you ask the important questions that lead to launches they love. Each week, you'll hear lessons learned by myself and other online business owners, answers to your questions, and we'll just get plain old curious. If you love to learn, have a curious mind, and are always full of questions, then you'll want to stick around and take a listen. So put in those earbuds, get your morning mile started, and enjoy the episode. Hi, Tracy. Um, Thank you so much for being here today. Can you introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, um, my name is Tracy Stanger. I'm a business coach and I work with primarily moms who are in the online business space. Um, And I help you focus on the results of what you're trying to do so that you can do less, just pick the most impactful tasks for yourself, make it easier to get them done. And we do that by focusing on your personality tendencies and your strengths to figure out the most you offer marketing and sales strategies and admin processes, like how you actually do your work day to day. How did you get into this um, line of work? So it's very similar actually to what I was doing in my nine to five. And if I look back further, like I've always been doing this, like, okay, what are we doing here? How do we make it easier, more fun, get better results in less time? Um, So I was doing that at a nine to five where I was expected to be butt in seat 40 hours a week. And after maternity leave with a six month old baby in daycare, constantly sick from daycare, like it just wasn't working. I couldn't be there. I could get the job done really well, but I couldn't be there. And so it was starting to cause issues. And I was like, I know I deserve good work and time with my kid. I know other moms want and deserve that too. So let me go do this for them and it will work out better for everybody. What was those um, initial couple of years like uh, for you? Amazing. It was so good. Like day one, I quit my, well, first of all, I didn't quit my job for almost a whole year after I started this business. Um, And it came to a head, what we call hell week, where puppy had pink eye pneumonia and an ear infection all in one week. And so like it all just bubbled up and burst. And I was very lucky to be able to say, fuck that, quit and come back to just do this. But so that's what I really consider like the beginning of this business. And um, it was just amazing because all of a sudden I was living my dream days. Like that's how I teach businesses to decide like, what do you want your life to look like and make your business fit into that. And so it was just wonderful. Like I would stroll Poppy over to the park and come home and, you know, do some computer work and just everything kind of fit even during the pandemic. So it was only a few months before the pandemic started and everything, like I would have had to quit my job then anyway. Um, But even during the pandemic with all of that extra stress, like this was the one thing that felt good. And I still felt like, even though I couldn't go outside, maybe I still had my dream days happening, like within the parameters that were existing. I think that's a really important message for everybody to hear is that you can have your dream days. You don't have to start a business and then be working 80 hours a week and always, you know, on and that there is a Which way. Which is so easy. Yeah. People it, it fall is. into that so easily. Yep. 
So it's great to like see role models to know that it can be done a different way. So great. Yes, I'm happy to <laughs> lead by example in that realm. <laughs> I know that one of the tools that you develop for yourself and then now make available for um, your clients and your audience is plan your year. Can you describe what plan your year is and how it came to be in the first place? So that was actually my first product, my first thing that I made um, because I needed it <laughs> when I was still working my nine to five. So I barely had like maybe 10 hours a week to work on this business. And I had all this stuff that I wanted to do, but I wanted to be, I needed a way to visualize like, okay, how does that stuff literally fit into this? What I now would like say a cupboard. That's what we do in my future product sort purge and organize. It's about like looking at your time budget, like a kitchen cupboard. But so I just, I had all this stuff I wanted to do and I needed a way to visualize it. And I knew about Trello and I was like, that's a place that I can like plop this stuff. I can make lists. I can make cards. I can move stuff around. And I just, the process of figuring out what I was going to do each year, each month, each week, each day is plan your year. Now, I I know for a lot of us, we're going to be like, well, yeah, that's great to plan your year, but shit happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how do you respond to that when people are like, yeah, I would really love to invest in this, but you know, I, I can't plan for six months from now because who knows what life's going to be like. I have a couple answers to that because of first is like, yeah, shit is going to change. But this process, so plan your year is not just the Trello board. Like I created this template that you can use on other project management or on post-its or whatever, but it's really the the product is the process that you use to plan your year. And it's still useful even when things change because it gets you focused on the right things for you. It takes into account like, what is the purpose of your business? And we're going to weigh everything you try and put on your to-do list against that. It puts into account that you need downtime and we're going to build your business within the space you actually have for it. And so even when you know there's eight steps in the process and then things change, you come back and okay, step one is still the same. Step two is still the same. Step three is still the same. Okay, here's now I just need to take step four again and figure out the answer to it in this new situation. It's still, even though things have changed, it's still saving you so much time going willy-nilly, throwing spaghetti at the wall, whatever cliche you want to use. Of like, It's so much better to see where you're trying to go and walk it back to how do you get there that that's what saves you so much time. But the other thing is, when I guess I kind of went over that, like, yes, things are going to change, but you just hop back into it. And it's still keeping you focused on the most impactful things. You're It's giving you the tool to like weed out, okay, I know I want to talk about these 15 things this year, but there's only 12 months. So I know like I have to pick the 12 most impactful mm-hmm. um, or same with like, I only have this many weeks or this many days. I know one of the ways that you have mentioned using it um, to help you with your business is that you are traditionally taking the month of July off. So when you know this in January and you're looking at, you know, promotions of your products and um, your services, you can be like, I'm taking July off. I need to make sure that there's revenue that covers that. So I need to Uh plan ahead um, as well as like, know, you know, let my clients know in advance and let them know when I'll be back and all of those kind of things. How has that 
what is that like for you? Well, yeah, I mean, plan your year actually has helped me to design my signature offer. Like I mentioned, I have a course, but the only coaching that I do throughout the year is within this program that I created called the space you want. And the way I knew like that I had the time for it or like which months I have for it was by looking at plan your year and like, yeah, I know I want, it started with, I just want to have time off at the end of the year for holidays. So I also take three or four weeks off in December and like chill right up to that. (laughs) So I put that on my plan first. Well, then I also decided I want to start taking July off. It's my birthday and it's summer and we want to go do family stuff. So now I also see I've only got space for the space you want, like in the, in the fall a little bit and in the spring a little bit. And then um, that also helps me figure out like, okay, if it's going to be September through November, which means I have to launch in August. But the first year I did that, I also got COVID in August and there wasn't enough time actually. So knowing that I also want July off means that September through November cohort actually needs to launch in May or June. And that's what I did this year. I actually pre-enrolled and it worked so much better. But again, that's only because I had looked ahead last November to figure out that that's how I want 2023 to go. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, can you imagine <laughs> if I hadn't done that? <laughs> I um, have worked with a client who wanted to launch four four times a year. Her program was 12 weeks. And she wanted That's to like make, all the weeks. Yeah. She wanted two weeks <laughs> off between her program and like the start of the next program. And I'm like, the the math is not mathing there. And then yeah. it was also her oldest last year of high school. So there was going to be all the graduation stuff, the moving him off to college and all of those things. And so by sitting down with this idea of planning your year, she could see, oh, wait a minute, this is not going to work, this plan. Um, And so she adjusted her programming based on that. It's still a great program. It's 10 weeks instead of 12. Nobody's noticing the difference. They still have access Mm -hmm. to the materials for 12 weeks. They just don't have live calls with her for the Yeah, you take these parameters that you figure out in plan your year, and then you figure out how do I give the results that I'm trying to give within that time? Or like you had mentioned, how do I get the income? I'm My July is covered. I did not work one single day in July, and I made just as much money as I did the previous month. But that's because of planning ahead. Or if you're going to say, I only really want to work in the spring, and then I want to go do something else, then you've got to make then now you know what the revenue goal has to be for spring in order to float the rest of the time. And I think if people are listening closely to our conversation here, we are talking not just about like the entirety of your business, but you can also hear us talking about like your launch plan, like when Mm -hmm. the launch planning process probably needs to start, when you need to start promoting. And if you don't have a clear idea of the entirety of your year at least from the the standpoint of like, when do you want to have time off? When do you need to have revenue at a certain times? Um, it can be very easy to come up against, oh, I need to, I need revenue or I plan to do this program, you know, next month. Um, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute, but I'm going to be off next month. Like you said, you're like, oh, I'm going to be off in July. That means I need to start promoting my, my program in June and do pre-enrollment. Mm-hmm. How has planned your year helped you with planning your launches? Um, I mean, you touched on a lot of it. And again, because 
downtime is so important to the plan your year process. It really helps you consider your capacity first before you start going into the launch. And then when you combine that with like what I've learned from you about launching, that it's not just, you know, that one week or two weeks, or I've even done three week launch, you know, open cart window. It's all this time before that and all these actions before that. So plan your year is helping you figure out your capacity. Um, I'll give you another example. Like I think it was the first time I launched the space you want. I actually didn't know that there was such thing as the space you want when I had done plan your year that November. But what I saw was I knew I wanted a chill summer and I knew that I was going to come in slow in January. And I knew that um, somewhere around April, I wanted to relaunch my course. So I made the space in January, February, and March, knowing that if I'm coming in slow, I've got other stuff happening, and I want to do this massive project, I need extra space to do it. And it was in that time, starting in January, with like, okay, what would I do? How, you know, starting to look at um, what you would call like the clarity and strategy phase, right? Like, what even is this that I'm selling? That's where the wheels started turning that turned into the space you want, which is a group program and was like, built around sort person organized around the course. Yeah, I feel like and I have said this a few times that I I take what Elizabeth Gilbert says about ideas and that, you know, mm-hmm. there are these entities out there and they come to you and and sometimes you're excited about them but they're not actually right fit for you. And I think in that clarity and strategy phase if you can sit with this idea that you're all of a sudden excited about especially if you're a mini Jan like me mm-hmm. um and, and ask me. yourself, well, "Wait a minute, is this actually the right idea?" For me, and sometimes it's really not, and you're like, "Oh, you hand it off to somebody else," or sometimes it's you need mm-hmm. to tweak it, like you had experienced. The mm-hmm. initial idea isn't quite right, and if you had tried to keep pushing with that, as opposed to ending up with what you did after because <sighs> you gave your time to think about it, I mean, think mm-hmm. about the difference there. So. I can't. I mean, I just got chills. Like that would make me so sad. The space you want is so awesome. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, giving yourself that that space to <laughs> to allow that to percolate. Mm-hmm. I know that one of the things that you do with everyone who has purchased Plan Your Year, which is available year-round, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people can buy it in March. They can buy it in July. They can buy mm-hmm. it whenever. Um, I also get I get a lot of sales in June, too. Like, oh, shit, it's the middle <laughs> of the year. Um, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they get to June and they're like, oh, this was not going the way I had intended. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. want something different for the next half of the year. But mm-hmm. one of the things you do is office hours. I know mm-hmm. that this... So this episode is coming out at the end of October. So I know that you're probably going to be doing some sort of office hours for those people. You want to talk about what those are like? And yeah. What might be? Um, yes. And I should probably know what date it's going to be too. Um, <laughs> and I do. Here it is. So I started doing office hours again, because so I'll sit and think about like, how can I improve whatever this is? How can I improve plan your year? Which did I mention this came out in 2019? I'm so excited. This is like its fifth year. Wow. Um, how am I going to make this better? And and what I was finding with people, especially when it comes to something that is maybe not the most exciting, like planning, you're like, oh, I'll get there. Oh, I'll do it. And you buy a plan your year and then you never freaking use it and make the plan. Well, that's not what I want. I want you to actually have that like vision and the path to get there. So how do I get your butt in the seat with office hours? So it's um, 
two hours on November 15th, and I'll do it again in January. Um, just when you're just like before you're totally tapped out and zoned out for the end of the year. But when you're starting to get excited about what am I going to do next year? How can I make that more impactful, make my business more me, have July off with pay, like whatever it is that you're looking for. Um, So November 15th from 9 to 11 Pacific, we're going to be on our computers on Zoom together wherever you are. And Another thing I love about office hours is I don't actually then go teach plan your year. Like I already did that. It's a recording. It's a 15 minute video that you can watch to learn the process. Then there's a PDF. If you want to read more about the process, there's a checklist. If you want to just go through the process, but then I'm there to encourage you to get that done and to ask questions. And people end up with like coaching on, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. Here's my parameters. And I help figure out how do you make that plan work for you? So it's really fun. Yeah, You've been. Yes, yeah. I did it yeah. last year. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and it is, and it's one of the reasons Tracy is the one who has inspired me the most when it comes to the formatting of the programs I've been offering, because you hear about everybody buying courses and the statistic is 15% of people complete the courses. And I think, like you said, it's just, you just keep putting it off because other things get in the way and having these body doubling. Well, fires go off that if you had planned ahead, it wouldn't have, but yeah, everything, the most impactful stuff gets pushed down the list to the most intense stuff, maybe. Exactly. So yeah, having those office hours to come together and just be like, this is what I'm working on right now. Um, When people go to an office hour. So let's say somebody goes to November and they get the process going, but they don't finish it before the holidays. Can they also come to the January mm-hmm. office hours yep. to finish up? Yep. Everyone that has ever bought plan your year or got it for free when you're in the space you want or sort purchase and organize is welcome to the office hours for it. And as long as you are like tagged as owning plan your year in my email system, you will get automatic reminders and the zoom link to join us. So where does everybody find Plan Your Year and find you? So Plan Your Year is at tracystanger.com slash P-Y-Y, short for Plan Your Year. (laughs) Um, I'm also at tracystanger.com. But what I really love is actually getting to know you on Instagram. So like watch my stories, DM me when you think my onions on the stove looks good (laughs) or whatever I'm (laughs) cooking or eating or (laughs) watching with Poppy. Um, and like, let's be humans in business together. Come see me in the DMs. Oh, at Tracy.Stanger on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else you would like to share with um, the listeners before we let you go? Yes, because I know everybody's a little bit different. And if you knew me for two seconds, you know, I love Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies And if you know what you are there and you're a rebel and you're like planning, haha, that will never work for me, please hear me that it can because this plan your year process, the eight steps, you can go as in depth as you want and you can keep it as loose as is still useful for you. But there's a personality tendencies guide inside plan your year. And there are plenty of testimonials from actual rebels too, who are like, oh my God, nothing has ever worked, but this did. Thank you. (laughs) So don't discount me. (laughs) And if you don't know your your tendency of the four tendencies, I highly recommend going. Um, It explained so much about me when I found out my Mm -hmm. my description and my tendency. So, Mm -hmm. And you can just come see me in the DMs about that too. I can diagnose you real quick. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Everybody go find Tracy and definitely grab plan your year so that when you start your launch planning process, you have that tool available and handy for you to get you started. Yes. Thank you. It was awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode of Here's What I Learned. You can find the show notes and transcripts at JackieHayes.online backslash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and follow the show. Be sure to find me on Instagram at JackieHayes underscore OBM and let me know what you learned from this episode. Catch you next time on Here's What I Learned.